Well, it's the offseason, and there's a new Pac-12 commissioner, and that means that conference realignment has to get some conversation. I'm Pete Mundo. We're Heartland College Sports Weekly, part of heartlandcollegesports.com, your independent Big 12 digital media outlet. We welcome on a friend of the show. He's Pete Futak, and he is the publisher, founder of collegefootballnews.com. And Pete had a piece that got syndicated in the last few days around the idea of the Pac-12 possibly targeting 10 new teams with their uh, new commissioner. And four Big 12 teams made that list. They were Texas Tech, Oklahoma State, Kansas, and yes, the Oklahoma Sooners. And before we get into that with Pete, a reminder, if you are not subscribed to this podcast, hit that subscribe button, iTunes, Spotify, wherever else you get your podcasts. And if you leave a rating and a review on iTunes, We'll give you a free Heartland College Sports koozie. Send me a screenshot of your rating and review to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com, and I'll get that koozie in the mail for you guys. All right, Pete, my first question for you, though, is why would this be a good move for any of these Big 12 teams? I'm gone. Uh, It would be a good move because it would make them bigger. And the thing to kind of remember with all this is it's not a sports story. It's a business story. It's not about, you know, yes, obviously having a a product on the field that's producing uh, is a big part of this uh, because you want the fan bases to be involved here. But it really is more about what expands the, uh, the overall reach, what expands the TV revenue, and what expands the other parts of this puzzle for uh, the Big 12 schools. And that's where the Pac-12 sort of comes in because of the, the overall markets and the potential for what they're going to want to do. So the, Pac- the Big 12 actually have, has a better overall deal right now than the Pac-12 has uh, because when the Pac-12 did its deal way back when, it was pretty groundbreaking, but it's now paled in comparison. And part of the problem is you don't have the schools to generate the revenue uh, like some in the Big 12, and certainly forget about the Big 10 and the SEC. So the whole idea would be what would make these schools more money, give them a bigger national profile, and this uh, a move. And with the move of uh, hiring George Klevikov as the new um, uh, commissioner of the Pac-12, his job, first and foremost, is to expand the Pac-12. And so the whole point of the piece wasn't just that, you know, what, what is it in for the, the Big 12? It's if you're the Pac-12, where are you looking to expand? And how do you get bigger and better? And sort of like the Big 10 did where, okay, great, you know, for the average sports fan, what does it mean to get, you know, Maryland and Rutgers? Who cares? But they wanted the Baltimore, Washington, D.C. area. They wanted the New Jersey, New York area. They wanted to be able to say, look at the future and say for the Big 10 network, we want those markets. Same thing for the Pac-12. Already they've got the big markets, but having San Francisco doesn't really do much for them because there's just not a college football base there. If you go after the markets that have the brand name of an Oklahoma, if you have you know, the Kansas City market with Kansas for basketball, and again, Texas Tech and Oklahoma State, they're at least more gettable. Texas isn't. So if you remember back to 10 years ago, when all this expansion stuff was happening, and Oklahoma was just this close yes. to leaving the Big 12, um, then this might be the thing. If you're Klyukov and you're in the Pac-12, you at least revisit that idea because geographically uh, that is you can't really go after anybody in the East Coast. So the Big 12 is close enough by where 
the big stars in the Mountain West and the big guys and some of the big guys in the Big 12 at least make a little bit of sense to at least open it up and, and see if there's a possibility there. Yeah, I mean, I, I get it, Pete, from the Pac-12's perspective, right? Like, they are clearly the fifth of the Power Five conference right, conferences right now in terms of competitiveness, especially in football, and then also in terms of, you know, monetary issues. But I struggle to see why, like, Kansas would want to go four hours on a Tuesday night to play Oregon State in a basketball game. I, I, I don't know. I just I feel like the Big 12 should say to itself, okay, why don't we try expansion? Why don't we try to get the Arizona schools, get back to 12, and put a dent in the Pac-12? Do you see that? Do you see Bob Bowlesby in the Big 12 Never. being the aggressor? Yes, but not to that extent. And the problem is you're not going to take away the, the teams from the Pac-12 if you're the Big 12, what is always, I, I don't get it. And I have asked directly, and I, you know, I used to work for companies that, you know, were directly the Big 12. I've never off the record, on the record. I've never really gotten an, a good, interesting answer. Like, what are you doing not just getting UCF and USF? Get the Tampa and Orlando markets, get that I 4 corridor, expand the overall reach of the Big 12. I, I get that you're already a Texas-based conference anyway, but getting Houston, at least add that to the mix, Memphis or Cincinnati, there's a, but those are American athletic conferences. Those are big, gigantic uh, student bodies, enrollments, alumni bases, and pretty good TV markets, which mm-hmm. the idea of a TV market is making less and less sense now because it's a streaming world, but it still matters. Um, but for an Arizona, Arizona State it's, you're just not going to be lucrative enough because the problem with the Big 12 is you don't have any TV market. You don't have that. You, you've got that smallish footprint uh, where you do have Dallas, you do have a lot of Texas, you do have Kansas City to some extent, but, you know, Kansas City is also a big Mizzou place. You know, you don't have uh, a whole – I mean, Iowa doesn't really move the needle in terms of TV and eyeballs. Certainly, you know, Kansas State doesn't necessarily do it. Now, again, it's not about sports. It's about the business side of this. And the problem for the Big 12 is it's just so locked in to that one little area. So you asked before, why would an Oklahoma think about this? Well, as a branding thing for Oklahoma, if all of a sudden you're in the L.A. market for games, if you're in, you know, the Seattle area, if you're in, you've just expanded a whole other aspect to your school. And as we've seen, for, for example, like a place like Alabama, where now they're trying to become a more of a national school, uh, in terms of academics and other things, just that overall profile can really be a big boost and really kind of be a game changer for a place that's already kind of locked into that one regional area. All right, I get what you're saying about the Big 12. I really do. And and maybe this is, uh, and I'm not an old guy, Pete. I'm a millennial, but maybe this is me <laughs> kind of longing for the past when conferences, you could drive basically to every team in the conference. I mean, it seems like that's obviously yeah, dead. Yeah, can you, are you – yeah, but think about it right now. If you're the Big Ten, you're not going to drive from Lincoln, Nebraska to Piscataway, New Jersey. No, no, you know, no, 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 no. You're not going to. You're not. You're not going to drive from Gainesville uh, to Columbia, Missouri. You know, it's it's the idea of. It, it, I, I'm with you. It sounds nice, and you know, in relative terms, but still, it, you could make this. You could make geographic sense here. I mean, you could do this where you know the the distance between if you brought in. You know, Kansas, and if you brought in, you know, Kansas and Oklahoma, you know, and Oklahoma State, well, those are at least close by. Texas Tech, you know, I, I Mr. Geography here, I'm just going to kind of eyeball this. It is a drive to the Arizona schools. Yeah. It's a big one, 
but at least you know. But that you're still not that far off because Lubbock's such a kind of on an island of its own. But I get it. I get that point. But at the end of the day, a four-hour plane ride just isn't that much different than a three-hour plane ride. And these guys are all you know flying fast anyway, so uh, there really isn't that huge of a difference at this point. But from the fan standpoint, if it raises your overall profile and kind of gives you a bigger national footprint. Uh, it does make sense. Mm-hmm. He is uh, Pete Futak, College Football News. He is joining us here on Heartland College Sports Weekly, part of HeartlandCollegeSports.com. I'm Pete Mundo. All right, Pete, I, this is never going to happen, but this is always the fun offseason conversations we get to have. Do you see any way? I mean, I, I think that Nebraska's lost in the Big Ten. I think they'd be better off in the Big 12. They lost that pipeline to Texas. I think Mizzou would be better off in the Big 12 than the SEC for multiple reasons. I think Colorado misses the Big 12. Um, I don't know if they'll ever admit to regret leaving, but I, I think that a lot of these teams that bailed, um, if you got them a little tipsy and asked them for an honest answer, I think they'd miss the Big 12. Do you agree with that, and do you think that means anything in the next few years? It depends on who you're asking. If you're asking the sports side, yeah, it's kind of a little more fun. for you know. I, I have a whole bunch of family in Mizzou, and they – you know, of course, love the Kansas rivalry certainly more. They they see themselves still more Big Ten-ish than uh, Big Twelve-ish than uh, SEC-ish. But you're not leaving the cash machines. I mean, for all the talk last year of Nebraska being like, "Oh, we want to play," or "Oh my gosh, we should go back to the Big Twelve." Nah, you're the, the Big Ten just makes it rain. You don't leave the Big Ten. For the Big Twelve, but is it is it really that much? Just making too much money. Is it really that much more? I I know that the Big Ten's clearing over forty, but the Big Twelve is about forty, and then you have your own tier three rights that have basically even things out. Am I wrong on that? A little bit, but there's also the profile as well, and I don't mean to dog the Big Twelve because certainly you have some you know excellent academic universities there, but there is a part to being a Big Ten school from a national recognition standpoint, uh, from an academic standpoint, and just the the geographic reach. And it's just a big, giant thing to be a part. I mean, the, like the SEC is obviously the, the best football conference on the field, uh, but the Big Ten in terms of revenue, in terms of all the other opportunities, and part of it's for Nebraska, too, is they're, st- you know, they're still getting there. Uh, but it's just being a part of just the big, you know, there's two big conferences, and, you know, football-wise, you can see that in the NFL draft. It's just part of it. But, yeah, of course, you know, Nebraska's a part of it. Remember why Nebraska left? Nebraska did not like it being all Texas. For much as it liked the, um, the recruiting in Texas, and certainly Bopolini was front and center on that, screaming like, you're, you're, you know, you're trying to kill our pipeline, which it really didn't, but it, it shouldn't have, but it did. Um, they just didn't like having being dictated. They thought they were the big dog in the conference. And it was Texas. Uh, so, again, being part of the Big 12 is a Big 12. And I would actually say there's a far better chance, if we were to really be crazy speculative, to go back to 2010 of Texas making somehow the move to the Big 10 rather than those schools making the move back to the Big 12. I, I do think the Big 12, and, I, again, I don't know why they're so resistant to expansion. It worked great with TCU, um, but there are a whole lot of really big giant enrollment schools out there in real, with really good uh, markets that they could expand. And all of a sudden, you want to talk about a package if you're including, or like I said, not to be redundant, but if you're including Orlando and Tampa 
and Cincinnati. And, you know, they already kind of have Houston, but if you really do have Houston with the university there, that's a humongous TV package uh, of markets that you could put together fast. I agree. I want to hit on a couple of points that you just mentioned. Uh, number one, I mean, I, I just want to go back to it here. But I, I get it. There's the there's the uh, academic prestige of the Big Ten that maybe the Big 12 doesn't have. But, uh, you know, you talk about Mizzou. Great. You're in the SEC. You won a couple of SEC East titles early on. But what is the, what is the advantage? I mean, does Nebraska really feel like the big dog when it's finishing uh, middle of the SEC or the Big Ten West every year at best? Does Mizzou feel like a big dog or are they happy they left the Big 12 when they're you know, once again, middle of the road in the SEC East. I, I just, I just don't get what they're getting out of it and what their fans are getting out of it. Outside of maybe a little bit more money, but that might just be me being a Big Twelve guy. Yeah, I know, I get it. I mean, I, I to me, from a sports side, competitively, I, I absolutely with you, and I am with you on the geographic uh, part of this thing. It, it was kind of cool that you know you had all these schools that were kind of locked in. You know, certainly when. You know, the, the Nebraska-Colorado rivalry started to kick in in football in the 90s, and uh, obviously basketball-wise, anything to do with Kansas when it comes to Mizzou and all the other schools. It's, of course, they're, they're, geographically, they more align themselves with the Big 12 than they do with others. Uh, but then again, does, does West Virginia really, you know, is West Virginia a Big 12 school? Nah, you know, I guess, but does, does that necessarily align? Uh, as much as they would with, say, you know, the ACC, probably not. But, mm-hmm. uh, again, it's, it's a business thing yeah. more than anything else. Um, and and the, thing, the other problem on this whole thing, like you said, though, is just that the, the disparity is so massive between what Texas – I mean, Texas is the ultimate, you know, cash machine of a program. That's the number one uh, money-making football program out there for all its deals. And then you have Oklahoma. But everyone else kind of makes money, but it's still te- it's so Texas-centric than and everyone else. So I do get it, um, but I, I think at this point, if you're a part of the SEC and the Big Ten, you know, you're, part, you're in this club. You're in this exclusive big-time club that the Pac-12 is trying to get to. The ACC sort of has, and the Big 12 is, do, is doing great, it's, again, because of, you know, Texas and everyone else. Uh, but they need to get bigger and better and, and realize that, that – there is something about trying to be a part of the bigger packages that are coming out there. Yeah, All right. interesting. All right, so last thing then, Pete, and you're saying the Big 12, if you had your druthers, would look at the Florida schools, would look at Cincinnati, would look at Houston and Memphis. I, I, here's what I think's going on, and I'd like to get your thoughts on this. I, I think the Big 12 saw that TCU has had a lot of success uh, since getting to the Big 12. And a part of me wonders if these Big 12 schools say, hey, we don't want more competition for four- and five-star guys in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex, in the Houston Metroplex. Now, I think that's short-sighted of them. I do. But a part of me wonders if, hey, we don't want to elevate a Houston, an SMU. We don't want Memphis now coming to Dallas or Houston. I mean, I think that's uh, that's the wrong play. It's short-sighted. How much do you think of that is uh, going on here? A little bit. I'm sure there, there is that part of them that's like, and that's kind of the Pac-12 argument where uh, if you were to go after Kansas, well, you know, look, you know, it's, you know, when it comes to expansion, nobody really cares about basketball. It's about football. And but the Pac-12 people would be like, wait a minute, we don't necessarily want Texas and Oklahoma. We wouldn't mind having Kansas coming in. So you're right to your point. But again, it, it, you have to kind of look at the overall big picture. As good as TCU has been football-wise, they it's a small school. 
It just it's a smallish school that just doesn't have a big national profile. Baylor just won the national championship in uh, basketball. Obviously, amazing program that they built up there. But again, smallish private school. When these when you're talking about when expansion, the idea is to look at the place that has the thirty five thousand you know student enrollment, the gigantic alumni base that is more national, uh, the bigger you know state school type of thing. So to your point, yeah, I totally get that. You don't want more competition for recruiting, which is again why. Um, I, I do not get why they don't try to expand their footprint. If they're going to expand into West Virginia, expand into Florida, expand into Ohio, expand into, you know, even Tennessee for Memphis. I mean, you, or and to your other point, go, go for it. Go after Nebraska again. Appeal to the, the, the base. You know, go, I don't know if Missouri's gettable. It would be gettable at this point, but certainly Nebraska has shown that it's a little bit grouchy with its Big Ten, even though, kind of its own fault since competitively the Big Ten West is very winnable. Um, yeah, go back and try to get some of those teams that make geographic sense and be the aggressor here because uh, certainly if you can put together some of that and hope to get a, a couple more bigger TV markets, now you got a bigger package to go after. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that part, no doubt about it. He's Pete Futak, College Football News. Pete, great to have you on. Uh, keep rocking. We'll talk to you as we get closer to the season, my friend. Absolutely, anytime. You have a good one. Good stuff there with Pete Futak, College Football News. Hit that subscribe button, leave me a rating and a review on iTunes, and I will send you a free koozie. It's got the Heartland College Sports logo on it. It'll keep the beer cold this summer, and you will help this show grow. Every rating and review. It'll take you between 30 and 90 seconds, and you'll get a free koozie as a token of my appreciation. That's how much I, I really am grateful for you guys growing this show at the grassroots level, sharing it with friends and family every single week. Love you guys. Enjoy it. Hit that subscribe button, and we'll talk to you soon on heartlandcollegesports.com.